I'm Maddie. I'm Denise. And we are two tattoo artists who became best friends. And as tattoo artists, we hear a lot of tea. We always change the names. We always ask permission. But we spill the tea. Welcome to the Spilled Podcast. Hi. Hello. (laughs) What are we talking about today? We're talking about work round two. I'm so excited. I... Work was one of my favorite ones that we've done so far, so I'm Same. excited to have more stories about work. And you haven't, if you haven't heard the first work story, then definitely after this episode, go listen to that one. Yeah, they are great. <laughs> They're fantastic. That's one of my favorite stories for sure. Yeah, and I haven't read through any of these stories yet, I haven't so either. I am really excited to see what we got. Yes, I feel like I don't know if we talked about what our first jobs were oh that's a good yeah I don't think we have my first job was well it was babysitting but that's not a real job nah. um I did babysit for a summer for this kid so I was like essentially his nanny yeah like this little summer nanny but I was like 13 and he was a hellion and I would never ever wish that upon my worst enemy he was oh I'm sure he's great now I haven't looked him up or anything, (laughs) but he was the craziest kid. That's like, I only babysat, I think, three times ever for other people outside of my sisters. And they were all neighborhood stuff. And it was twice for this one family. Mm -hmm. And they had four kids. And I think their oldest was only two years younger than me. And it was like this teenage boy who wouldn't listen to me. Like, I was like, 15 so he was 13 and he's like i don't need a babysitter and i'm like great you're like great yeah i it was a nightmare like i remember so many like i remember one of them had a tantrum and shattered all the flower pots like she just was like throwing (gasps) ceramics everywhere so i had to go clean that up oh my gosh yeah i know it was bad (laughs) you're like i'm not paid enough to care about this Mm -mm. yeah well because it took my whole summer i was like is it okay if i have some friends come yeah and like help me you don't have to pay them anything i'll Mm -hmm. split the money with them or we'll use that money on treats for our sleepover tonight or whatever and um so i had a few friends come and help me watch him and he like told his parents that my friend hit him because Uh, he didn't like yeah that they like stood up for themselves yeah because he he was just a handful. Like That's, if we were playing oh tag God. or something, yeah, and he got tagged, he would throw a tantrum, and then he would be like, "You pushed me too hard when you tagged me," and we were like, "We literally just barely tapped you." Yeah, and then this is how you have no friends, dude. Like, <laughs> well, and then his his parents were like mad at me after that because they were like, "Okay, so he says that your friend hit him and yelled at him like." what happened and I was like nobody got hit mm-hmm. and then I couldn't have friends come anymore and I'm like I'm not doing this next time oh I don't blame you yeah yeah absolutely ridiculous but yeah that was my first job that wasn't a job and then I worked at um this cute place called Village Baker I love it um, you got me you got me on Village Baker <laughs> it's the best and People are like, oh, were you a baker? Did you bake bread? And I'm like, no, I made sandwiches and pizzas and salads. Love that. But yeah, super good place. But it was the only, at at that time, it was like only to go. So Mm. nobody could sit 
in there and it, it was honestly oh, nice the yeah. best first job ever so that's a great first job mm-hmm yeah, my Here's first this. job was my mom's a personal trainer and um, she used to do classes at our local gym. Mm-hmm. And so she got me hired as one of the front attendants. So I just like it was like a private gym. So I had to check people's like little key cards mm-hmm. when they came in. And it was a horribly fun job where I was paid nothing and I had to stand all day. It's one of those stupid jobs where to be professional, you have to stand the entire time, which yeah. I'm like, why do I have to stand for eight hours? Like yeah. why you can put a chair at the computer. Like why do I have to, I don't know. Ooh, that was, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But um, this particular gym there, uh, it's where a lot of the Draper housewives, like the real housewives of mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, like they're known to go there. Oh. Um, and uh, stick my pinky out, <laughs> drink my tea with oh, my yeah. pinky up. <laughs> but when I worked there, I was like 14, 15, 16 I think I was 15 and uh, a lot of and it's a lot. It's like super expensive to get a membership there. It's yeah. ridiculous. And um, a lot of them are rich housewives mm-hmm. and most of them are having affairs with their trainers. So I oh would gosh. get the, like the juice on all of the stuff every day. Like I'd come in and they'd be like, oh, yeah, this person's hooking up with this person. Oh, and no. like this person's husband just found out about this. And then um, there's a lot of roid rage there, too. And so there was a, <laughs> and because I was like the 15 year old girl and they had like big dudes that were the gym attendants upstairs. And so they were the ones that had to deal with it. So every single time it happened, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to deal with this. Everybody's just like angry and horny. <laughs> that's exactly no, exactly what it was, which explains a lot about myself. But I um, I remember like there was one guy that had like a complete roid rage incident where he started flipping machines over. Like he oh, just was no. like, ah, like just went full Hulk. And I was sitting in the corner just like, yeah, you're like egging him on. You're like, yeah. I'm oh. thinking of like I was like flip that machine, flip yeah. that machine, thinking, yeah. yeah, like the the uh, what is it called? Um, the it's not MMA. It's like the the theatrical fighting. What is that called? Um, where they're like in a ring and it's all choreographed. No, I know what you're talking about um, WrestleMania or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it it has. It has a name, but I think no, a lot of right. a lot of if you say WrestleMania, everyone yeah. knows what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm just imagining you like give him the chair. Give him the chair. <laughs> That's exactly me. And like this 15 year old girl with acne, I'm like yeah, like just freaking out. Yeah. Everyone's like, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, um, your mom is like, like we all know your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's super funny. So that was my first job. I did that for probably a year, and um, yeah, that was pretty much. My high school job was so funny. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, I have my short stories. I have one short story and it's almost as long as like some of our regular long stories. So I just have one short story. How many do you have? I have one. Same thing. It's kind of a good chunk. It's not super long, but it's it's a a paragraph. (laughs) Awesome. Well, do you want to tell yours first? Sure. All right. So I worked at a crappy warehouse job for a while. Before I started working there, one of my managers got arrested for looking at kitty porn. He got caught because he was using the work computer. Because of this, they had to do a huge crackdown on the employees and found out one of the other managers had a criminal record they somehow missed on his original background check. 
So they just got rid of his manager title, cut his pay, that sort of thing. No one really knows what he did. We all assumed different things. The biggest story was that he got caught with a student of his because he used to be a teacher and was suddenly fired. One of my coworkers there, however, she found out. Her and a friend were looking at a registered sex offenders list and found the ex-manager on there. They saw the word minor and thought, oh, damn, he did something with the kid. Wrong. After reading his case, they found out he was posing as a minor online to get grown-ass men to send him nude photos. (gasps) He would send pictures in return, nothing nude, but of a girl that was obviously a minor. And the girl he was using for his pics, his daughter's best friend. (gasps) And that same daughter worked at the warehouse with us. It's fucking wild. Are you serious? (laughs) That makes me, like... I like get the shivers. That's that's like a whole other level of messed up because you're getting your daughter's like underage daughter's best friend. Yeah. What are you saying to that girl to be like, hey, I need you to pose as this so that I can catch these creepy old men. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I thought that he just like took photos from her. That's also that's also possible, too. I mean, oh, I mean, either yeah. way, messed up. Either way, way messed up. Yeah. But I feel like it takes it to a whole nother level if he, if she knew and he was like, I'll give you this amount of money if you yeah. post for me. Or like, oh do you want to help me out on a project or something like that? Like, I wonder if she had any idea. I mean, that's why I'm like, the same daughter worked at the warehouse with us. Does that, does she know what was going on? Or was it something like, if I found out someone was using my pictures, but it was when I was like 15, 16, and it was my best friend's dad. Oh. Yeah, it's like creepy enough that you find out someone's using your photos. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, yeah, that's that's a, that's creepy by itself. And then to add that it's your best friend's dad, and you probably have like sleepovers there. Yeah. And like, and like that's a little too close for comfort. I mean, anything so is too creepy. close for comfort. I'm like, that is, that's one step away. Ugh. I mean, I will say if someone uses my pictures for like to catfish someone nowadays, that's <laughs> hilarious. I had one um, last year. I had someone um, make a porn account where they Photoshop my face. onto me. What? You never <laughs> told me this. I was so honored. <laughs> oh my God, Maddie. It was like. And it's more um, like a cu- they took a couple of my personal Instagram photos and yeah. then like just took that face and put it on uh, like another person's body. But <laughs> so, so was it just you? Like, it wasn't with, just me. It was, it was you with your thumbs up like, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. But it's like having sex at the same yeah. time. So you yeah. just have the same. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they also took a couple of my photos. Like I don't have anything that's super scandalous on my Instagram account and I don't care. Like, yeah. I I'm just gonna be who I am. Yeah. And uh, but there's a couple that are like kind of like crop toppy or like they're kind of like low cut. They're not really boobalicious, but they definitely like I have a chest essentially. <laughs> no way. You no have way. boobs. <laughs> I got I got some titties. <laughs> and uh, they had <laughs> their Instagram account. They pretty much had zoomed in on my boobs, and like <laughs> that was the post it was just like these zoomed in pictures of me. And I thought it was so funny. <laughs> um, that is funny, but it's not funny, Maddie. You can't let people use your photos like that. Oh no, it got taken down like immediately. Okay. But because uh, I had son, so many people from high school message me, they're like, "Did you know there's this porn account?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and the thing is, is that it was really interesting seeing who followed that account too, because a lot of I don't know why, Gross. but I think people assumed it was me. And it was like an OnlyFans or whatever it was mm-hmm. someone made. And um, 
it was yeah it was a lot of um old high school mates and a lot of family members followed it and are you serious (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like all right christ yeah (sighs) anyways that's a whole other tangent of that but i was but don't use other people's other people's photos photos. (laughs) okay i have i have a story about that with myself but it's nothing like Nothing like your crazy story, <laughs> but it was like, what the hell? So I get this message on Instagram one day, or it's someone, you know, when someone comments and tags mm-hmm. you in the comment, it, mm-hmm. it has the picture. Yeah. There was this girl that took my pictures from Facebook mm-hmm. and created a whole new account. And she like added. The girl from Divergent. Oh. I guess she thought I looked like her. Yeah. And so there was like photos of her before she was like really famous. Mm-hmm. I, like I think that she was in, uh, what is it called? Secret Life of an American Teenager or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then she was also, um, oh, never mind. I can't remember what she was in. I had it and then I lost it. There's a there's been a few things that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's been in that. Um, it's that movie about the two kids that have cancer and oh, the Fault in Our Stars. Yes, she mm-hmm. was like well, the main girl in that too, I think. But that hadn't come out yet, so oh, she yeah. was, she like hit big later on. Oh, but she wasn't okay. really famous quite yet. Like mm-hmm. I knew who she was because I watched America the American Teenager show, but um. I guess she thought that I looked like her, so she made accounts and stole my pictures. And then someone was like, "Hey, isn't this Denise?" and tagged me in it. And I was like, "What the hell?" Like, oh, and wild. I and I didn't swear at that time. And yeah. I was like, I think I commented, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I got blocked by her, and she also. I found out she had like three other accounts. So I'm like wondering if that account is still out there. But I do oh, feel weird. bad because. I think what she was doing was she would make these accounts and then she would comment on her own personal account. Be oh. like, you're so pretty and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'll be your friend. Just don't use my like Facebook use photos. Me. Yeah. You know? It's kind of the same feeling I get when my car is broken into. It's kind of like that, just like that Violation. invasion. Yeah. 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 You feel like violated because someone has your photos on. Because you have to screenshot it. They're, they're exactly. on your phone, you know? But I think that's what's so that's why social media freaks me out so much. And I know a lot of people share the same sentiment, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, it is so easy to just take people's info like that. Yep. Like Yeah. 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 Invasion of privacy, I feel like. But yeah, and people are like, Well, if you put it out there, it's for everyone. It's like not for everyone to start accounts or porn sites. Yeah, just you. be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. I do get where you're coming from where you're like, I am flattered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but don't do it. <laughs> like, I'm flattered that you think that I have a pretty face or that my boobs are good enough to zoom in on. I appreciate that. But no, stop. Stop. Get your own bad dog titties to do your it. Own titties. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, buy your own titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can buy those these days. Yeah, exactly. Get your own. <laughs> All right. What's your short story? I work for a community bank. Within my 10 plus year years career with the bank, I have hopped around in different departments. About seven years ago, I used I used to work in the back office area. 
During that time, a manager over a different team was having an affair with an employee of his. Bitches. Bitches. The rumor was that he favored her and she was promoted multiple times, but no one had proof. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. That is until they were caught having sex in the janitor's closet. Sheesh. Oh. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. Uh, we had security in the building that we worked in. Part of their job was to do rounds every three to four hours and check different areas of the building. As the security worker was doing the rounds, they went back to check the janitor's closet and found the manager and his employee doing the nasty. Management was called immediately and these individuals were fired on the spot. I remember taking, or I remember talking to my coworkers who knew both individuals better. They had mentioned both were married, both had kids, and on social media seemed to have the perfect family lives. Can you always how it is. I know. It's kind of like when you watch those murder documentaries and they were like, I never would have guessed that it's yeah. this person. You're like, really? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Can you imagine getting fired and you ha- and having to come home and tell your spouse you were fired because you got you got caught having sex with your manager in a closet at work? I don't think anyone would be. I don't think they would be truthful about that. They probably would come home and have some like, how dare they did this? Like, you know, I didn't do anything wrong and make yeah. up some story about why they were fired or. I mean, I feel like I'm just so against like cheating that yeah. if I was the person that caught them, I'd be like, hey, hey, so uh, just you know, but maybe <laughs> I'm, just some, I'm just a nosy bitch, but I just want people to know. Okay. No, but I think that's. I mean, as someone who's been cheated on before, I there was there was one time with my um, high school boyfriend mm-hmm. that I everyone knew except for me because he went on a trip, hooked up with someone on that trip, mm-hmm. and everyone on the trip knew because they were yeah. obviously doing their thing. Yeah, and I think they got caught. I think that was also a thing. I don't remember. I just remember In the I janitor's closet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I just didn't want to know. Like, when I found out later, I was like, I don't want to know the details. I just know that it happened. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, But uh, one of his best friends actually finally called me after, I think, three months after it happened and was just mm-hmm. like, I've been sitting on this forever. It's like, I, it's been killing me. And she's like, I'm like, I know that it's killing you because you know something's off. Yeah. She's like, here's what happened, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I'm so grateful for her because... Yeah, I was like, I was completely oblivious. I would yeah. have had, and all, and I mean, all of his buddies were gonna hold that secret, and yeah, no one was wanted do to tell me. Do it for the bros. Yeah, do it for the bros. Yeah, so annoying. That makes me so. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do I tell the wife at home if I'm the the wife or the husband at home that I'm like, if I'm the manager, like. You cut out the magazines and you like put together. <laughs> I know information that you like need anonymous. to hear. Yeah, exactly. A ransom note. Then do like a heart, Denise, <laughs> the bottom of it. They're like, what's the point of the magazine? And you're like, well, I just wanted to be dramatic. I'm an artist. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I can't even imagine. Yeah, they said, can you imagine coming home to your spouse and said you, that you were fired at work for having sex? I have no idea if these individuals are still married or if their spouses ever found out why they were actually fired. There you go. But anytime I think about the craziest thing that that's happened at work, I think of this story. That's a good, that's a crazy story. 
yeah, watch, we're going to get a message and they'll be like, that was me and I didn't appreciate you talking about that. I'm like, well, uh, shouldn't you shouldn't have cheated. You shouldn't have cheated. You shouldn't have been caught in the janitor's closet. Yeah. Like, and how unsanitary is that? You know? <laughs> Actually, no. Wouldn't that be the most sanitary because all the cleaning supplies are in there? I'm just thinking of like a disgusting mop. Oh. Like you just. It adds to the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't on- you get horny for cleaning supplies? <laughs> I mean, yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> But my own, not not like some disgusting mop that smells like it hasn't, like there's a mop smell. No, you're right. No, and both of us working in food and anyone that's worked in food, yeah, you know that, that smell. I'm sure at a bank, it's not that bad, but. Yeah, but like, who knows how long that mop has been there for two yeah. decades, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just never mop and there's just sitting water in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> also, if I get that there's a thrill to it, but if you're cheating and then you're hooking up at work, yeah, that's probably the only time they could hook up without their spouses finding out. Yeah, that's just yeah. I wanna I wanna talk about an office episode, but you won't get it. So sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. I'm sure you do that all the time with Futurama. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell your long story? Sure. All right. I found out my assistant manager was trying to sleep with me and his wife knew. I, a 23-year-old female, worked at a local outdoor company roughly a year ago and was the receiving manager. I had created great friendships with my fellow managers. The head manager was the age of my father, and we had created a relationship as such. I was able to talk to him about anything and everything, and I thoroughly enjoyed our time together on breaks. Then there came the assistant manager, a male in his mid-30s who was well reversed in firearms and hunting and was well respected in our store location. Customers trusted his his oh, customers trusted his advice. <laughs> and our coworkers enjoyed being in his presence. When I first came on with the team, Jared, we'll call him, became very friendly. He wanted to assist me in anything and everything I needed. One afternoon, his wife came in and brought him lunch. I was in the back room hand, handling a situation when Jared hurriedly came to the back and asked me to come up front. I walked with him under the assumption that it was a customer-related situation and came out just to meet his wife. He'd been married to her for 10-plus years at this point, and while she was beautiful and quite friendly, the interaction felt really odd. I didn't think too much of it, as we had talked previously about potentially doing double dates and hanging out as couples. I'd been with my boyfriend for two and a half years at that point. We didn't have many couple friends, and so the idea of of another couple to do activities with seemed appealing. Due to the nature of my job responsibilities, I had daily contact with both of the gentlemen due to our... due to the exchange of firearms and how regulated that transaction is. Conversations went from, here's a firearm from XYZ, thanks, place it to the side, to how is your relationship with your boyfriend? How come you guys aren't married? Blah, 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 blah. My boyfriend and I have done things in a non-conventional type of way. We built a house together a year after we started dating, adopted two puppies, bought a camper trailer, all before ever having a ring on my finger. We're not in any rush to get married and have been enjoying life in the various stages that we have been experiencing. Fast forward to the conversation that changed everything. My boyfriend and I had a had hit a rut and I was feeling underappreciated and wasn't feeling the amount of love I was needing at that time. I had built a friendship with Jared where I believed that I could talk to him about stuff like that, especially as he was 10 years my senior and he was married. He noticed that I was acting off and I told him that my boyfriend and I were in a rough spot emotionally and that I was feeling it. He said that he understood and mentioned that he was there for me. I thanked him but said that it was something that was between my boyfriend and I. Jared stopped and looked at me and said that I didn't understand him. Puzzled, I asked what he meant. 
He looked around to see if there was anyone within earshot and said that he would be there for me in a physical sense since my boyfriend could not. (laughs) I was shocked. He was insinuating support in a sexual manner. I didn't know what to say, and so I I just stood there in silence. He continued and said that he had talked to his wife about it and that she had approved of me, hence the strange meetup weeks prior when she stopped by to, quote, bring him lunch. He said that he and his wife participated in an open marriage and that they wanted to bring me in as their third. I was stunned. I had talked to this man for weeks about my very serious relationship, and he turns a vulnerable moment into an over-sexualized situation. Looking him in the eyes and knowing that he has imagined me naked tenfold made me nauseous. I thanked him, not knowing how to handle said situation, and said that it was something that I wasn't sure about. He placed his hand on my shoulder and said that that offer would stand in the meantime, but that I needed to give him an answer and walked away. I went to my office office manager slash HR representative that afternoon and spoke to her about the situation. She said that there was, quote, nothing that she could do. I was mortified. The following week, my boyfriend came in and was looking for new boots and happened to meet Jared. Jared shook his hand, looked right in his eyes and said, your girlfriend is amazing at her job. We love having her here. You're a lucky man. That was the last sentence I ever heard come out of his mouth. It was unnerving that he was talking to my boyfriend as if nothing had happened. I ended up quitting and leaving the company a few short weeks later. I visit that location from time to time and he avoids me like the plague. I've heard through the grapevine that he's still employed and still makes women feel uncomfortable. I'm now very cautious about conversations with male counterparts. I'm understanding that some people participate in those kinds of relationships. I have no disdain for those who do, unless it's not consensual consensual on both sides, obviously. I'm still in a loving relationship with my boyfriend and incredibly happy. (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings. That's so uncomfortable. That's, That's awful. And I feel like, unfortunately, I don't think there is the exact same story. Like, this is horrible that this happened to her. And this is, like, her story. But I feel like that men will over-sexualize those things, too. Like, there have been times where I feel very close to a male, straight male coworker, mm-hmm. But I can't talk to them about relationships because I know how, like, you know, that yeah. they're like, oh, she's insinuating something. Like, they over-sexualize things. Well, I feel like women do that, too. Oh, lot. that's true. No, that's like, exactly true. Like, yeah, I feel like women do it, too, with men. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum type thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I feel like you should feel out someone else's situation and maybe bring up in a casual way, like, what they think of being in a three-person relationship before you offer it to them. Yes. And also, you should know if that person is, like, like you know the vibe in yeah. the sense that you know when it's time to talk about something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing about, like, there's not, I have nothing wrong with open marriages where, yeah, if it's consensual, where both people are, like, you know, wanting to do that and mm-hmm. both are enjoying it. Sure. Do whatever you want with your sex life. Do whatever you want with your marriage. If it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. But if you're bringing on someone that obviously is not comfortable with it or was not – like, you, I just feel like you just – you know. And don't do it to people that you work with. That too. That too. Yeah. Like, you already spend so much time together. Why yeah. ruin that? Yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of fish in the sea and there's plenty of apps to find people that – are actually interested in mm-hmm. that and you're not going to make it awkward no like don't yeah because it can get messy in that situation anyway mm-hmm. and then to have someone at work that 
Yeah. Especially when it's like, you know that she's in a relationship still. Like, yeah, things may not be going well at the moment, but she's still in a relationship. Right. It's not like she's freshly single. Um, Not that that makes that any better. I, f- I would still feel very uncomfortable if I was single and mm-hmm. someone was like, you know, just jump that on me without any sort of conversation or same thing. The fact that it's a coworker, mm-hmm. just I feel like that that should be a no right off the bat. What would you do if if that happened to you where a coworker was like, hey, just so you know, I'm here for you sexually because I know your your boyfriend ain't getting oh, it. If I was in a relationship, no, no way. Yeah. Like I would I probably would do the same thing as her where I just would freeze and be like, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Um, if I was single <laughs> and the dude was super hot, I would consider it. Maddie. I have been single for too long. That's all I have to say. You just need some physical touch from someone need- who isn't in a relationship. And I not even physical in a sexual way. Just like rub my head a little bit like a dog <laughs> and I'll just, I'll purr like a cat. It'll that, be great. <laughs> that There is a good, like, there's something about like getting your hair done yeah. and they're like scrubbing your head and you're just like, this is so. This is the best. This is, so this nice. is what I've been looking for my whole life. This could be made into an audio bit that's just so wrong. I know. <laughs> They're just scrubbing your head and it just feels so right. It feels so right. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd, I would freeze in the moment and then just be like, that's absolutely not okay. And mm-hmm. don't talk to me about that, especially at work. And then would would you report it? I think for me, I think I would be too freaked out to report it and I know that about myself in the sense that like I would want to just completely forget like anything happened kind of thing but I I know it's not the right thing to do but I just know that I would just want no comfort like I would just want to want to bring it up again and then just hope that like everyone forgets everything that we never bring it up I think if it was brought up a second time yeah I'd be like okay you're done like yeah yeah uh, that makes sense like okay I can handle this myself mm-hmm and I can stand up for myself and say, like, no, that's not okay to talk about, mm-hmm. especially here at work. And I'm never going to say yes to that. So don't bring it up again. Yeah. That's one thing. But then if they brought it up a second time and kept pushing it, I'd be like, okay, like, now I'm saying something. Mm-hmm. But then I think about how at the end she was like, well, they, I know that he still works there and makes a lot of girls uncomfortable. So then I'm like, Nope, you were just report it right then. Like, yep. Uh, yeah. If if you want to live your life like that, whatever, but don't make people uncomfortable. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of lots of feelings lots on that of one. Thoughts and feelings and prayers. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready for my long yep, story? Yep, I'm ready. It's a, it's a good chunk one. Sweet. There are so many moving parts to this story, so I'll try to highlight the main ones that lead up to this. The owner of my old company had an affair with someone on the staff, resulting in two divorces and half of the staff quitting all in the same day. Whoa. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, jumping to the start. I was very high up in this company and personally had a great relationship with both of the people involved at the start of my employment. Being so close to them, I immediately started to notice weird behavior between the two of them, between the two of them. Whispered private conversations, odd looks being exchanged, serious physical tension, etc. I kept it to myself and kept on with my job. 
Looking back, as their relationship progressed, they got worse and worse at hiding the tension between them, and everyone at our company began to notice their relationship crossing that line. It was a month, maybe a month and a half, of those two secluding themselves in into her office. Um, it was actually her dental OP room where she worked, that she worked out of primarily. I don't know what dental OP is. Oh, dental, dental operation room. Or optomic? No, optometrist is eyes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, optometrist. Okay, eyes, I was like, yeah. dental optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to us, guys. We just tell stories. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, but if it's the, the, like, operation room, if that's correct. That seems, that's my only guess. I mean, they work with teeth. Yeah. That's all I know. dental op room. That seems operation, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking, like, that needs to be a very sanitary that's true yeah room. and if they're like they Getting better they better bleach the shit out of things after they're done then oh okay so the it was actually her dental op room that she worked out of primarily ha- and they were having talks there there were times where we would need him for a client or to ask him a question and he'd refuse to come out of her office for 10 seconds to run his company during one specific occurrence one of our employees went over to the room where they that they were in, the door was cracked, and she went in to op- she went to open it fully. She saw him standing behind her, arms around her shoulder, with his face into her neck. Ugh. This employee didn't know what to do and did not proceed into the room. His office was finally done being built after this situation occurred, so they began using his office for these talks. What it would I would do the same thing probably as that employee where I would just be like, eh, no, and then just <laughs> walk away. Especially when that's your boss. Yeah, that's that that just puts everyone in an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. And like I wonder if anyone heard anything. Like how that, soundproof is that or, office? Yeah. Yes. But then also maybe there's probably other people that saw stuff and then just didn't say anything because they didn't know what to say or, you know. Yeah, it's not like you can talk to a manager about it when your manager is the one. Exactly. And I mean, that stuff, I feel like if this is a good example of this, where like all of our stories today, Mm -hmm. where it will eventually come to light. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you can tell. Yeah. (sighs) So they began using his office once it it was finished finished for these quote unquote talks or whatever he was calling them at this point, because there was there was a lock and more privacy. On his new office. Okay. Also, if you, skirt. <laughs> if you're the owner, if you're like the one that's running the office, why didn't you put a lock on her door? I mean, it makes more sense to have a lock on like the owner's office in case he has stuff in there. No, I agree. But I was like, if you're already being trying to be sneaky, you, you've already been caught. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, are you saying like her dental op room? should have had a lock on it like he should have put a lock on there if they were going to be being sneaky gotcha then he should have i know what you mean yeah yeah like he was like well i own this office so let's just put a lock on this door Mm -hmm. but they were obviously being careless because they like left the door cracked that's true yeah yeah Yeah. awkward yeah keep in mind during this time i had made a few comments about their relationship and how inappropriate it was only to be told that his wife knew everything about how close they were and that she is totally fine with it. I feel like that's always an excuse mm-hmm. to try to like minimize those situations. Like, yep. oh, they know, they're fine. And if they do, yeah. All right. Yeah. But 
I I don't know. I feel like nine out of ten times when people say that, they don't actually know. I completely agree. Yep. He was going through some mental health issues, and this employee was helping him through them. By being in her neck? Was he sucking it out like a vampire? (laughs) Allegedly, their friendship was going to help with his mental health, and he had his wife's support and blessings, peace and blessings, as well as his therapist to persuade, persuade. It's a little, it's spelled wrong, but I think it's his therapist to pursue this quote unquote friendship as he referred to it as his uh, intimate friendship regular. Yeah. The two of them would stay at the office alone until the end of the day. And they always had excuses as to why the two of them were staying late. We were all so sick of the behavior and being treated like shit by the owner at this point. So we'd all leave for the day The two of them would stay at the office alone at the end of the day, and they all had excuses as to why the two of them were staying late. We were also sick of the behavior and being treated like shit by the owner at this point, so we would all just leave for the day and ignore what we all presumed what that was going on at this point. No questions asked, and they no longer made excuses. So I think what they were saying was the whole office was rebelling at this point so they were like okay now we need to do something okay because i just i read it as they just were like we're gonna ignore this like we all know what's going on but we're just gonna leave and do our jobs and do our thing okay yeah either way it's not a fun situation no no here comes the real kicker Uh oh and probably what caused everything to fall apart he went on a company retreat with employees and their spouses I can't share too many details about the trip without giving everything away, but these two were caught on multiple occasions during the night snuggling under blankets, sitting on each other's laps, basically all over each other, early late at night, and when only a few people were awake. All of this was going down while their spouses were either a floor above them or on the same floor. During one specific situation, she had gone up to her room, where her husband was, which was also the same floor as that his wife was on. She didn't want to get caught leaving her room so late at night, so he was attempting to climb up oh my God. the house using a wall and furniture using a wall and the furniture inside in hopes of getting onto the balcony which was attached to her room. I don't believe this insane attempt was successful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you going to do when you get up there? Oh, hey, what's up, bro? Um, I'm going to take your wife in the other room. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Just like open the curtain. There's your view. Jesus. It's a full moon tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full moon tonight. <laughs> we get back from this trip and we are all done with the shit. There was a huge blow up and the owner was had told... The owner had told people, I should have read this before because <laughs> it's a little confusing. We get back from this trip and we are all done with the shit. There was a huge blow up. The owner was told that people heard and saw things during this trip, resulting in everyone being upset and sick of their relationship interfering with our workplace. Yeah. <sighs> they denied the allegations and we were told that all the females were just jealous because he didn't pick us 
and that we were making up lies that were ruining people's lives. Oh, this guy's an ass. Oof. <sighs> that makes me angry. During one meeting, he threatened us all and said if we came to work on Monday and continued to spread false information, he'd fire anyone who kept talking about it and said if we couldn't leave it alone, not to bother coming in to work on Monday. That dude's a dick. These are just a few situations where he gaslit all of us trying to use scare tactics or playing the victim in hopes to keep the truth from coming out. For about two months, we all kept working there under super shitty circumstances. At this point, most of us knew what was going on, and we showed up to work, did our jobs, and that was that. Most of us were so unhappy looking for our new jobs that we and looking for new jobs so we could be rid of such a toxic workplace instead of this piece of shit boss. I had gotten a phone call from an old co-worker who had quit shortly after the trip, letting me know that if I planned to jump ship, now was the time because his wife and her husband had found out the truth and shit was about to hit the fan. I wonder if that co-worker like reached out to the... Yeah. Because they were like, How would I they just know? told... I yeah. Just, yeah. How would they know otherwise? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a day full of drama. I was getting so many different stories, each of them having different details, but most of them did come for, come to the conclusion that they were finally caught and it was finally confirmed, although we all knew it already, that they were having, in fact, that they were in fact having an affair. His wife was ultimately the person to piece some errors in his story together and ended up confronting him. The same day I got that phone call myself, five other employees quit and never went back. I bet that employee just called everyone and was like, you need to get out. You need to go. Yeah. The two having the, the affair are now divorced. And the worst part is that they didn't even stay together. <laughs> they ruined two people, two people's lives by, ha by being unfaithful, blew up a workplace, and then they didn't even, and then it didn't even work out between them. Which, honestly, good riddance that that didn't work out for you. Like, you don't get your happy ever after with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me, again, makes my palms sweat. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, it's, just, I mean, like, it just sounded like the, and I'm focusing on the dude. I mean, the the girl is in the wrong, too. But I yeah. was like, but he, the fact that he's the boss, mm -hmm. and I feel like there's also, like, when you're the boss and you're hooking up with people that are working under you mm -hmm. that's a whole it's a power play that's like it's that it's that manipulation it's just i don't well and it's it's one thing like if you fall in love with your boss and your boss falls in love with you like that's a whole nother thing i agree then they're going behind someone's back everyone's back yeah and then using the lie to gaslight people that mm -hmm. you work with mm-hmm like, being a boss, you have to be at a whole nother level of respect for your employees. So I feel like, it, yeah, it just makes me. The whole situation cringe. is fucked. And the fact that this person was able to stick through with this job, because they probably they needed the money. Like, it was like, you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Well, and if it's a dentist at office, they like went to school to be hygienists. They, yeah. It's like they work to get to where they're at. This is a career for them. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. well, that's a good story, though. <laughs> that's, 
That's some hot piping hot tea, right? That's there. some goss right there. <laughs> uh, well, thanks everyone for listening for, to yeah. us rant about affairs. Affairs today. <laughs> I know. Yeah, today seemed like a very affair. Yeah, but that happened. Unfortunately, it happens a lot with like workplace things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, close proximity. <sighs> yeah, makes my blood boil. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm like trying to think of something how to like end it on a funny note and I'm like we're just both like fucking no I'm I'm just angry people suck (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thanks for hanging out with us today and thanks to Ryan at Polished Audio for producing this episode and thanks everyone for writing things in we would love some more reviews on our podcast and like subscribe all those things things. (laughs) it's something where if you enjoy these episodes if you enjoy this one in particular share it with your friends and family get the word out there we're always looking for more stories so Mm -hmm. the more the merrier yep always always down to listen not listen read your stories Mm -hmm. you listen to us you listen to us (laughs) tell your tell your stories but yeah anyways thanks yeah we'll see you guys next week (laughs) sick boop